Hello, my friend, you're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. This week, we're discussing how to protect ourselves from negative people and influences. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong student and spiritual seeker. I like to seek out the most effective practices and techniques that provide the greatest bang for my buck and the fastest route to freedom from whatever is holding us back. I can't wait to share with you these powerful techniques so that you too can sort yourself out, know deeper meaning in your life, and best of all, a sense of inner peace. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today. Now, I bet you know this scenario. You bump into someone and make the mistake of asking, how are you? And by the time that person is finished with their sorry, sad story of negativity and victimhood, you feel as if the life force has been drained from you. You've picked up their low vibration, and if you're not careful, you'll carry it around with you, possibly even thinking that it's your own problem. Oh, I know this. I used to work at an organic shop in my capacity as a naturopath, advising customers on natural health. And I quickly learned that I needed to protect myself energetically if I was going to get through the day alive. (laughs) Being around so many people who were unwell, whether it was physically, emotionally, or mentally, was really quite challenging. Now, don't get me wrong, not everyone was a downer. There were some clients who were a true inspiration in how they handled really scary and serious health problems with an amazing, upbeat and positive attitude. And others, not so much. I'd want to run and hide when I saw certain people coming, those energy vampires who time after time wanted to talk endlessly about their problems while not actually being willing to do anything about them. Now to a fixer like me, these people simultaneously sucked the life out of me and had me banging my head against the wall. And sometimes I saw them year after year, and nothing ever changed for them. It's not just people we need to protect ourselves from, though. There are negative ideas floating around in the ether, and if we connect with these, they can mess us up. In recent months with the coronavirus, there's been a lot of fear and anxiety swirling around. And I don't know about you, but I have felt very sensitive to all of this angst. And I'll admit, I was really surprised at this reaction in myself because normally I'm pretty good at observing and managing my thoughts and emotions. But this world situation has been shaking me up energetically. I feel like my feathers are constantly being ruffled. And I've had to constantly recalibrate and make an extra effort to manage myself and not be so affected by the negative energy. You empaths out there know what I mean. And when we start doing inner work to sort ourselves out, it results in a refinement of our vehicles of expression. Now, these are the physical body the emotional or astral body, and the mental body. Mental body. These are our instrument that the soul uses to express itself in the physical world. 
So here's a really interesting quotation about this from The Light of the Soul by Alice Bailey. I quote, The greater the refinement of the human vehicle, the greater the response of the nervous system to the pairs of opposites, pain and pleasure. As a man progresses and rises on the ladder of evolution in the human family, it becomes apparent that his capacity to appreciate sorrow or joy is greatly increased. This becomes terribly true in the case of an aspirant and of a disciple. His sense of values becomes so acute and his physical vehicle so sensitized that he suffers more than the average man. This serves to drive him forward with increasing activity in his search. His response to outer contacts is ever more rapid and his capacity for pain, physical and emotional, becomes greatly increased. The capacity of the race to suffer is due to the development and refinement of the physical vehicle and to the evolution of the body of feeling, the astral. Wow. So I find that really interesting. And it just goes to show that as we raise our consciousness and our awareness and have this increased sensitivity, we need to take care to protect ourselves even more. One part I do like about that, though, is that we're also, we have an increased capacity to feel joy. It's not all bad. <laughs> it's an increased sensitivity overall. So anyhow, that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about ways that we can protect ourselves and to keep our energies clear and untainted by other people and outside influences. So firstly, if we want to get out of our heads and emotions, we need to ground ourselves. Now, a really easy method is to imagine that you have roots coming out of your feet that reach down deep into the earth. Now, this is great to do if you've just seen the news and it's really thrown you into a tiz or any time that you're feeling destabilized by someone or something. So do this several times a day to restabilize yourself. You can imagine that you're a tree with your roots penetrating deep into the earth and spreading far and really anchored down deep into the earth. And you can see your branches reaching up into the sky. And so you're suspended there. Okay, you're, you're anchored between above and below, right? I like that symbology. This next one will help you to shield yourself from negative influences in advance. This is the kind of thing that I would do to protect myself when I was going to work and knew that I was going to be coming into contact with all sorts of energies and ideas from different people. So for this one, you create a protective bubble or egg around yourself. You imagine and sense yourself to be inside a bubble and that no unpleasant vibrations can penetrate it. <laughs> so you get comfortable and relaxed and definitely ground yourself first and then guide your breath into a nice, comfortable, relaxed rhythm. And then you use your imagination 
to sense that you are surrounded by a transparent, protective bubble or egg, which protects you from negative vibrations. So just spend a while sensing this bubble all around you. It's over your head, under your feet. It's completely protecting your back, your sides, your front. It's completely surrounding you. And sense that your own vibrations can exit through the membrane of this bubble. And sense that the bubble does not prevent good energies from coming into you. But it does prevent external energies that are unpleasant from penetrating. So you can be very relaxed and comfortable in your bubble with a clear sense that the good from you can flow out, the good from outside of your bubble can flow in, but that it is blocking unpleasant external energies from coming in and affecting you. You can also fill your bubble with color. Colors have vibrations of their own, so you can experiment with what works for you, what you need. Have a look into the symbology of colors and see what you want to fill your bubble up with. Maybe you want to fill it up with a rainbow and have a bit of everything. You can also play with the size of your bubble. You might have it extending a few feet from your body, or you might have it really tight like a second skin. Play around with it, decide what works for you, and use that to protect yourself in advance. Now, both of these exercises are based on the idea that energy follows thought. When you think of something, when you give something your attention, then energy flows in the direction of your focus. So you can use your mind and imagination to create specific energy movements and atmospheres. So the ability to work with energy this way is one of our amazing capacities of being a human being. Now, these practices will get stronger with practice. So in the beginning, you may need to reinforce your bubble or to reground yourself several times a day. You might need to do it every hour, like just check in with yourself and take note of whether you're still feeling grounded or if you notice that people's vibes are starting to get to you, then you may need to reinforce your bubble. Basically, just do the practice again, okay? And the more you do these practices, the more you will get better at imagining them and strengthening them. Now, if you've listened to my other podcast, you won't be surprised with what I'm going to come up with next, okay? Here it is. Once again, I am recommending Donna Eden's Daily Energy Routine. Now, this is a series of exercises. It only takes about five or six minutes. Look it up on YouTube. There are a couple of them out there. Either one will do. Basically, you perform a series of movements where you might be tapping on energy points in your body or you are doing certain movements that are allowing your energies to circulate and cross over. And this is a fantastic way to keep your energies healthy. Now, you might have heard me talk before as well about the etheric body or our energy body. And basically, this is the blueprint of our physical body. It comes before 
our physical body. Now, generally, anything, any kind of illness that is going to manifest in the physical body is first apparent in the energy body. It first shows up as a blockage within your energy body. So it just makes sense to do Donna Eden's daily energy routine and clear out all the crap, okay? Just do it willy-nilly. <laughs> it only takes a few minutes. <laughs> and clear out your energy system on a daily basis before things have a chance to install themselves in your physical body. So another way to get your energy flowing is to exercise. And even if it's not like a formal exercise routine, you can just get moving, jump around a bit, shake your body, stretch, dance, just wobble your body around, shake it out. And this as well can give you a little shift in your energy and allow you to shake off a nasty feeling you might have picked up from somebody or that's, that's just kind of installed itself in your mind. Really quick way to move something quickly through your body. Another thing that I really like is a sea salt bath. Oh, I spent years wallowing in the bath when I first quit drinking. <laughs> now, a sea salt bath is great. Sea salt helps to absorb negative energy and heavy depressed energies. And it also is really great for detoxifying the body. It, it's really remineralizing. So it's good for relaxing you and cleansing you and detoxifying you on all levels. And if you want to make it extra nice, you can add some essential oils to your bath for extra energy cleansing and calming and relaxing and mood lifting powers. Okay, I like a bit of lavender. You need to be careful though, some essential oils can be irritating. So you might want a good way to eliminate that irritation is to take some rubbing alcohol and pour some alcohol into the cap of the alcohol bottle. And then you add your essential oils to that. And that way they will disperse in the water. If you don't disperse them first in either oil or alcohol, then the droplets of essential oil just tend to float around on the top of the water. And if they are irritant to the skin, then you will know it, you will feel it. But generally, if you disperse them first in some alcohol or oil, then they will not be irritating to you. Another thing you can do is take a shower and just visualize the water cleansing your energy system of all the stuck and negative energies and just imagine them pouring down the drain and see and feel that your energy body is refreshed and sparkling after that shower. Now here's one for those secondhand clothes you brought home from the thrift store. Did you know that they contain the energy of the last owner? Well, that's a bit creepy. So you want to clear that energy out. So obviously you're going to wash them, right? <laughs> Anyhow, I just want to give you this quote by uh, William Bloom from his book, Psychic Protection. Here we go. All solid materials can hold an atmosphere because there is space within its atomic structure which can absorb a particular quality or vibration. 
To remove that vibration, we therefore need to do something that energetically goes into the fabric of the place, object, or person to genuinely shift it. So we can be quite logical about psychic cleansing if we focus on the essential principle. There is an atmosphere locked into some space which needs to be set in motion so that it moves on. Some people worry that releasing atmospheres in this way pollutes the planet with negative energy. This is not so, because in nearly all cases, once the energy is moving, it becomes healthy simply because it is moving. So we want to clear those old energies away. So obviously, wash the clothes and give them an airing if you can. I like to hang them up on the line outside to dry. And that way they get the extra purifying power of the sun and the wind. Now you can also clear rooms and spaces of negative vibrations or the atmospheres left in a room after an argument or a traumatic event. You can sound a Tibetan singing bowl in all corners of the room and around the center of the room as well. Another thing you can do is fill a mug with boiling water and add a few drops of essential oils like lavender or lemon or whatever you have to hand and like the smell of, and you can allow them to purify the atmosphere. And just like you can shake your body to shift an emotion or an energy that's bugging you, you can go around a room and clap your hands a few times in the corners and all around the room just to stir up the energy. This next one is really important for clearing your energy. Make sure that you do not have people in your energy field all of the time. Have a little space. It's normal and healthy to have your own personal space. And a neat thing happens that when you're not always surrounded by other people, you can feel your own energies you learn to know what's going on within yourself without outside interference and regain some personal equilibrium. But if you're always surrounded by people, be sure to take regular breaks to just be on your own and away from other people's energy fields. There's another approach for dealing with negative atmospheres in particular places where the earth herself can help us, where we let the earth absorb the negativity. So as we said earlier, many people feel ambivalent about this, like we are polluting the earth by asking her to take on our negativity. So here's another quote from William Bloom to explain how this works. We often forget what a thin film of life we are upon the surface of the earth. And we also forget what a huge and magnificent creature of energy she is. The movements of the great ocean tides, the changes in temperature from dawn to dusk to dawn, and the changes in atmosphere through the sequence of the four seasons, all of these hint at her energy. She is also a great magnet, the power of which holds us all to the ground, and her atmosphere, surface, and depths are filled with energy, magnetism, and electricity. She can therefore absorb negativity deep into her body and circulate and vibrate it into a healthy form. 
The basic strategy here is to imagine and sense that in the center of the space to be cleansed is a spinning plug hole down which the negative energy is sucked away. You then get a sense of the energy actually draining away down it. And as a matter of goodwill, and as a way of coming into relationship with the earth, I always first ask her permission to work in this way. And I always thank her afterwards. Now, isn't that nice? I think that that's a really good practice that you can use to clear energies in specific places. Now, as I said earlier, there are huge clouds of psychic emotion and thought swirling around in the atmosphere. And this is known in the ageless wisdom as the astral plane. Now, William Bloom says that the psychic aura of the planet is a direct reflection of how humanity as a whole has felt and thought over hundreds of thousands of years. And this is both an amusing and distressing idea. Our personal auras are in continual contact with this psychic kaleidoscope, and we are continuously affected by it. So this means that when you are dealing with your own patterns and energies, you are also dealing with all the other resonant energies floating around. When you are working on your own stuff, you are also always working on the collective energy of humanity. You are also, of course, profoundly influenced by it. So let's take an example of a very personal paradox. Even if you feel isolated and separate, you are nevertheless energetically connected with all the other lonely people and with the great lonely and rejected energy field created by lonely and rejected people over thousands of years. In exactly the same way, when you feel elated and amused, you are connected with others in the same state and with the great energy field of elation and amusement created by others over millennia. This often means that when you are feeling powerful emotions or thoughts, you are not feeling stuff that is simply your own. You are feeling your own stuff, but you are also feeling the stuff of the collective. So this is why it's so important to develop the capacity to observe your thoughts and emotions. This will give you a much better chance to recognize your own patterns and whether you have tuned in to a thought form picked up from the astral plane. And threats to our balance and well-being and happiness come to us from the inside as well. So we need to be aware of when we're coming under attack, so to speak, of our inner critic or our feeling victimized or jealous or worthless. We need to be working all of the time on our inner attitudes and sorting ourselves out as part of our daily ongoing work in order to be consistently clearing out wrong perceptions about life and about who we are. So when we do this, we can radiate an ever higher vibration into our sphere of influence. We raise the overall vibration of humanity and the whole dang world when we sort ourselves out and achieve a greater sense of well-being. When we are balanced and grounded and content, we share 
those uplifting vibes with others. We become agents of healing in the world. Now, here's one more quote from William Bloom before I wrap this baby up. To one degree or another, for better and for worse, you are always unconsciously channeling some vibration into the atmosphere. Part of doing energy work effectively is to be a consistently good energy yourself. So remember my motto, uplift yourself, inspire others, transform the world. Now, these are not just three separate statements. They are a path and each one leads to the other. When you uplift yourself, you naturally inspire others and they too are touched by that and uplifted. And this is the way that one by one and collectively that we transform the world for the better. Okay, my friend, on that lovely thought, I am going to leave it for today. I hope you found this helpful and like you've now got some tools and techniques to manage negative people and influences and all of those energies that make up those shadow parts of ourselves that we need to release and let go. Now, I have a free guided meditation for you this week that you can download to help you with your energy work and cleansing. It's called the Quantum Liberation Spa, where we cleanse old stuck energies and outmoded beliefs from all levels of your being. And get this, we restore the divine blueprint of optimal function, balance, harmony, and wholeness. Nice! So I want you to download this free guided meditation and put aside 20 minutes of me time so you can refresh and rejuvenate at the Quantum Liberation Spa. I'll put a link to it in the show notes, or you can get it at theinspirationcloud.com slash SYO26. Now, if you're interested in learning more deeply about all of these fascinating topics and practices to take you further on your spiritual path and to amplify your well-being and your positive impact in the world, why don't you sign up to the waitlist for my upcoming Inner Circle membership? So if you're ready to transform your well-being and would like to be kept informed, go on over to theinspirationcloud.com slash membership to get on the waitlist and I will keep you in the loop. Okay, my friend, that's all for today. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I really appreciate it. So take care of yourself, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you found it helpful and full of uplifting ideas that you can put into practice in your life. And if you have, chances are your friends and family will too. So please share it with them on social media. You'll be helping them to sort themselves out because I bet you think they need it, right? But seriously, you'll also be doing me a huge favor and I will be eternally grateful for your generosity. It would also be lovely if you would leave me a review on iTunes. Preferably a nice one, please. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at theinspirationcloud.com. Have a good one, folks. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.